This podcast is brought to you by Sales Fuel Hire, a platform to help companies hire smarter and flag 13 toxic employee types. Measure job fit, sales tendencies and motivators, decision-making abilities and empathy levels, and make your next hire your best hire. Try it now on salesfuel.com slash hire and use promo code MANAGESMARTER for $50 off your first purchase. Welcome to the Manage Smarter Podcast with hosts C. Lee Smith and Audrey Strong. We're glad you're here for discussions on new ways to manage smarter, hire, develop and retain talent, improve results and propel team performance to new heights. This is the Manage Smarter Podcast. It's the Manage Smarter Podcast and Lee today... It's just you and me, last show of season two, and a little bit of host confessional time here. What do you think? It, it's interesting because one of the things that I hear <laughs> occasionally is that people say, well, you know, it's like, it's all about the guest, you know, because in 20 minutes, we try to get as much insight from the guest to be able to share with you, uh, the listener, as we possibly can. And, you know, but one of the things that I hear is like, we'd really like to hear more from you and Audrey. And it's like, you know, we're so focused on the guest and getting those insights out that, you know, we we interject, you know, uh, a pithy remark or, you know, some insight of our own, you know, that sort of thing. But yeah, you're right. Today is just you and me. And it's something that I wanted to do last year. And, uh, uh, we didn't, we didn't get, get it put together because we were so busy preparing for season two, but, uh, this year we get to do it. Whereas like, you know, so many people these days do a best of or a year in review or anything like that. And it's great to be able to take a look back and think about, uh, all the things we learned. And it's like, and, and I don't want to drone on too much, but you know, for me, Audrey, the uh, I look forward to doing these because this is my this is my continuing education. You know, I mm-hmm. I come to this podcast every week, then uh, you know, to learn something new. Uh, but also, I have to prepare for the guests like you do. I mean, you do show prep like no no other, and uh, I have to do the same one to be able to keep up with you, but two to really get the most out of the guests. And uh, yeah, so for me, it's like I learn something new every week doing this. Okay, so for 2019, what was the top most meaningful thing that you personally learned from this show? We'll start with you because you're the the big cheese. Wow, Uh, the grand poobah. (laughs) That that that, that, and that's a tough question. You know, it's like uh, yeah, because it really runs the gamut. You know, for me, it's like, you know, hearing Cy Wakeman talk about accountability and, and helping, helping out there with some of her tips on accountability, I thought was, uh, was really fascinating. I mean, then we had Jennifer Gittimer on late in the season you know, where we learned that you can really network from anywhere. I thought that was great. I loved Chris Denny's bird dog test. Yeah, the bird yeah. dog test. Tell people what that was again. Remind them because I'm trying to re- recall. So his <laughs> podcast uh, was all about attention to details. And if right. you're going to hire somebody with attention to details, then he would have them put the word bird dog into what, uh, whatever assignment he gave them. As Actually, part of the audition process. As part of, part of the audition yes. process. That's right. And if they didn't do it, you know, couldn't work it in. It's like, eh, sorry, no, this, this, was a, this is a very specific instruction that I gave you. It's like, and you know, silly as it was, you didn't do it or you forgot to do it or couldn't work it in or didn't think it was important enough. Eh, you're gone. I thought that was really cool. And, and lastly, for me, I thought, and I can't say lastly because there was something new every week. But Anthony Irino, uh, when we were talking about this discovery, which is, uh, you know, that's my jam. I mean, I, when it comes to sales and, and the discovery process, uh, I mean, I built a business on that. But it's like even I learned something new about that from him where, where he was saying, it's like, you know, the best discovery that you can do is when the prospect learns something new about themselves. 
And you're, when you, it's not because you told them, it's because you asked a question that made them think introspectively then to, uh, to discover something new about themselves. And that was, uh, you know, with all the years I've been doing this or whatever, it was great to actually hear something new, you know, in, in the field that I've been devoting my life to. Mm-hmm. And so how about you? I was going to say, did you discover anything new about yourself this year? I've got some doozies about myself. From well, I do, but it's like, I want to hear more from you. I want to hear you know, oh, what you thought. Don't deflect. <laughs> well, no, it's just like, I don't want to dominate the conversation because I've been doing well, that. Well, I was that, a television that. news reporter for years. I'm used to asking the questions. Your buddy, just kidding. Well, you know, I'm also used to asking the questions too, because uh, <laughs> yeah. Jeffrey Gittimer, you know, taught me, my, my sales mentor is like, you know, the person that asked the questions is the one who's in control of the conversation. So that's right. <laughs> so I think that's one of the things that makes this thing work because you and I both like to ask questions and we're both very curious. And, mm-hmm. you know, the other thing that I do is a little known fact, but it's like, you know, I don't mind sharing. It's like, you know, I come to these podcasts with one question in mind and I'll ask that one question, but then I'm listening intently and I'm really thinking, you know, and I'm really participating in the podcast, like I'm a listener and, uh, and I'm, I feel like my goal is, is to ask questions that the listener is thinking of. And so many times you and I will do these podcasts and we'll do them weeks in, in advance and I'll listen to them again. And, you know, it's been a, it's been a couple months. So maybe I've forgotten, you know, exactly what comes next. And so uh, I'll be saying, Oh, wow. It's like, ask this, ask this. And then, then I asked that, or you asked that. And I was like, and, I'm, and I was so excited because we actually asked a question that, <laughs> that, you know, that I felt like the listener at the time would, would, would be asking or, or want to know about. So uh, there's an that's art how I, to active listening. Active listening takes absolutely. a lot of energy and listening takes less energy. But yeah. I, and sometimes we can over-prepare. I mean, it's like that, you know, sometimes like uh, when I have really enthusiastic about a guest, you know, I'll, I'll come with more than one prepared question and, and I want to get all those questions asked and answered. And, uh, I don't know that that, you know, I don't know necessarily that works as well, but it's like, mm-hmm. you know, sometimes you can over-prepare and it's like you and I are all about preparation and, uh, you know, we don't just show up and bullshit like we're doing today. <laughs> I, mean, I would we, say though, we, for you, one thing that you've put into motion for our company that came out of season two and what we learned is the refining your audition and hiring process here at sales fuel. That's right. Uh, yeah, because we've needed to do that. And, uh, you know, it, it's not like, well, you know, it's like, you know, you guys are so good at, you know, discovery of, of with, with candidates, you know, and, and hiring good salespeople and everything like that. Well, uh, you know, like anything, it's like, you know, the learning, you, you try to learn as much as you can from other people's mistakes, but sometimes you have to make your own mistakes. And we've done that. And we've learned from it. And, uh, and the thing that we've learned, though, is that uh, the biggest thing that we've learned, I would say, is that uh, we're not alone. You know, and I think that that's to the listener as well. You're not alone either. It's like, you know, some of the things that you're struggling with on a regular basis is like, you're not, you know, you're not that unique. You know, it's like a lot of other people, a lot of other managers, emerging leaders uh, are struggling with the same things. And that's why the audience for this podcast has grown and grown over the past two years. Uh, you know, because we talk about, you know, we talk about the psychological approach to, to management and to leadership and uh, the emotional approach to it. So psychological and emotional. And, you know, I originally, you know, when we started out, we were going, we thought we were going to talk a lot about metrics and measurability and, and, and that sort of thing. And then we realized that it's really more about the, uh, the, the emotion and psychology of it. And that's, you know, that's where we've been focusing a lot of our guests and a lot of our emphasis. Yeah, Ben, you had an article in Fast Company magazine about a very difficult hire that you had and the, some of the m- mistakes you made. And it was very stressful for you. 
It, it, it was very stressful I because that time. It, you know it, it, we, we had a couple of things going on. So in, we're learning too. Yeah, it's like, I mean, so one of them was personal, one of them was professional. The professional one was is that, you know, when you hire uh, uh, someone who's toxic and, uh, you know, it's very stressful on you psychologically, emotionally, and also financially. And, the, and, and where a lot of the stress comes, then it's not just from the stress it puts on you, but it's the stress that comes from other people in the organization who are being negatively impacted by that person as well. And, uh, and because and, you want to help them and you want to help them, you know, you want to help them cope and deal with the situation in the moment and, and, and stay focused on their work. Uh, but same point in time, it's like if you have a heart, you know, it's like you feel bad for them. And then you also feel bad for them because, as you know, Cy Weakman says, it's like you either hired it or you manage it or you, <laughs> or you put up with it. You enabled uh, it. Yeah. Yeah. You enabled it. And so, uh, you know, you, you go check, check, check. And then, then you realize oh, then you, you feel doubly bad about yourself. But, uh, but in sharing some of those stories, uh, and, and little bits and pieces and everything like that, just like we are not alone. It's like there are, uh, we did a webinar recently where we asked the, the, the audience then about have they ever, have they ever uh, had to manage a toxic salesperson or have they ever had a toxic manager? And 98% of them said yes. And yeah. I was stunned that that number was mm-hmm. so high. Uh, and, uh, you know, so that's, that's been an area of emphasis. So we, we, we've, we talked to Steve Sisler, uh, you know, for example, he was a guest on the, on the second season as well. And I loved what he said about what work should feel like. I'm not going to ruin it for people. I'm a little uncomfortable about using that language that he yeah. is, but, uh, no, no, no. You know. be careful. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, I, I thought that, uh, and then, then we had, uh, uh, Michelle, uh, Letterman, Michelle Tillis Letterman, for example, mm-hmm. uh, talked about mindset and again, you know, particularly as it applies to the hiring process. And we had, uh, boy, we had, uh, I, uh, I had a thread of, for me, what was most meaningful uh, was all the shows that had the thread of the theme of wellness and stress and work-life balance and responding instead of reacting and reigning well, so in temper. What were some of your favorite guests? Yeah, uh, well, you and topic. I are two very different personalities and you've been mentoring me um, and I think that you're the, the better person, quite frankly, because remember, yeah. everybody, I came out of a newsroom where you have like this a bunch of your toxic that I have, you know, a bit of a temper and I've just completely obliterated my re- reactions instead of the thoughtful, critical thinking responses, which is where I am now, which is a much better place to be. Um, rather than being in a newsroom where you see an anchor throwing a huge tape at the head of a assignment editor they don't like because something happened that made them angry. I mean, it's mm-hmm. just not a good, it's not the best work environment, but, but I've, I found that, um, uh, it's, I, I loved, um, Steve Napolitan. I said mm-hmm. it right, right. Not Neapolitan ice cream, yes. Napolitan and the work-life balance. And I'm trying to not beat myself up so hard all the time, um, and to lower my stress levels, even when stuff's going sideways. Um, when that happens, <laughs> try not to let that happen. And stop to smell the roses and, you know, be an honest broker, Jan Allen, you know, mm-hmm. her say, if you're transparent all the time, then you're never going to run into any issues on that front. You always know what's going on. I if you're to always transparent, you. you don't have to get transparent. Exactly. And then, you know, 
this Mitch Schneider who nearly died and now is looking through a lens of graciousness for every day to him is a, like a gift. He's not supposed to allegedly be here and he's here and to say, you know what? I mean, we're so grateful to have our jobs and our work family and we all want to hit it out of the park, but it's like, don't, you know, beat yourself over the head with a baseball bat. My Lucille bat from walking Mm. dead, by the way, it made it through the move, everybody. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, Try to be a little bit kinder with yourself and with everybody else because the the stress is really with this move to Dallas. I moved everybody. Um, My stress levels were through the roof and I really felt it. So I'm trying to be healthier. Well, and about everything. Of, uh, in general. Speaking of that guest, I mean that guest I, to me was heaven sent because uh, you know mm-hmm. my father passed away uh, th- this year, and that was very uh, emotional because it was my last parent. My mother passed away yeah. a few years earlier, and uh, you know, and you'll sometimes hear me reference some of the crazy country you know phrases and sayings that you know, both my mom and my dad have mm-hmm. have used throughout my childhood, and I'll, I'll share those on the show. And the thing about Mitch was is I could really identify with him, you know, because it's like that, that's God, he felt like my dad. I was like, you know, car nut, the Corvette lover, yeah, uh, just, right. uh, you know, yeah, nearly died, uh, fr- from cancer. My dad you know, beat cancer for nine years. It's like, it was the diabetes that got him. Mm-hmm. And, uh, but that was, you know, and, and in talking about the emotions that, you know, he went through were very similar to what my dad went through and, you know, and at the same time, I was going through, you know, all the seven stages and the anger mm-hmm. and the, you know, you know all You're that. You're an orphan it, now. Yeah. Oh, like my, and fortunately, yeah. it's like my dad and I, you know, and you know, whatever issues we had growing up, I had growing up, uh, it's like we patched those up or whatever. We had, had a very good relationship and everything like that. So I have no, no remorse or no regrets or anything like that. Uh, but even still, it's like, you know, I'm still dealing with, you know, closing out his estate. And uh, it's like, it was. Uh, I think we know, almost it, all cried during that show. It, it, it really was, it, for me, it, probably it one was of the close. most emotional shows yeah. we had done. So that's Mitch Schneider, everybody. You want to listen to that one. But I did appreciate all the, the tips that we got regarding that because I think that, like we learned, it's an under... The effect of stress on your body is underrated or unrecognized, I guess. Yeah, and, and, and there's the two. I mean, we had a guest late in the season and talking about how uh, you know, the manager has to take and the leader has to take care of their own wellness, you know, to, ordinarily, to, to be able to, to give to others. It's like, uh, um, you know, a dead battery can't charge a dead battery. He didn't say that. But uh, mm-hmm. nonetheless, that was... Uh, the, the theme of it. And, uh, you know, you're right. That was a thread that ran throughout, uh, the season. We started off, uh, early in the season two. I remember Scott, uh, what was Scott Dickers? Is that his name? Uh, mm-hmm. who was it from yeah. the onion? From and the we onion. talked about, yeah, we onion. talked about workplace humor and so much you can't say you know, these days. Yep. And, uh, you know, so we try also try to keep up with the, uh, you know, the latest, uh, challenges that managers and leaders are facing in, in the workplace as it changes. And as uh, if people's needs change and culture changes and, uh, you know, and we have to change right along with it. And we, you know, we really have to be adaptive people. And, uh, you know, so you, you would expect that one. To, I expected that show to be very funny. And as it turns out, it was just very insightful. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, and that's the other thing I like about, really like about the show is that 
you go into it thinking it's going to be one thing and then it ends up being something totally different and you just roll with it. (laughs) But if you, for years, I wasn't really schooled in company culture and, you know, if, if you're in a, clearly in a job in a company that is completely, the culture feels insanely uncomfortable to you. I mean, at least you would know now that you should probably make a change for yourself because the effect of a mismatch of company culture is horrible. It's just like going to the gulag every day. And I've been in situations like that and I've talked about it on the show. One agency that I work for in Colorado, I mean, oh, I mean, I was physically ill. So having to go in. Yeah, and I, I, I was still thinking about the, uh, thinking about uh, Neen James, you know, with her Australian accent was was fantastic. Yeah. But it's like the whole show about paying attention, and you know, tips for how how to do that, why you need to do that, and you need to pay attention all the way through. Mm-hmm. Uh, she was so, fantastic. You know, and speaking of that part of the world, where Darby Doll, you know, talking about doing business and and managing people in the Asia Pacific region. Mm-hmm. And uh, some of the differences, uh, the vast differences that we have, you know, between uh, us folks here in North America and, and, and our listeners then in that part of the world and some of the opportunities, though, the huge opportunities uh, there. So it's like, you know, if you're not, you know, if you're a manager right now and you're just, you know, in North America, or you're in Europe or something like that, it may not be long before you're managing people or suppliers or something like that from that part of the world. So uh, yeah. because there's just so much opportunity, there's so much growth to be had there. So for we, listeners for season three, we need your help. We, um, you can email me at astrong at salesfuel.com. We have some topics we want for season three. So if you know somebody who's an expert in say a process for facilitating better, more productive meetings. Um, yeah, performance evaluations. You know, we want to get into that. You know, better email skills. writing, yeah. negotiations. Uh, these are some of the topics that we're interested in. So send us guest suggestions. Uh, we really want to get more into a two-way conversation with you all via email. Um, or, you know, you can uh, tweet us through our social media at salesfuel.com. Um, the other thing is uh, we would love your guest suggestions as well. Um, you know, we had one come in, oh, we're a fan of the show, and we just booked a guest off of that um, this week. And so, you know, we really would love to hear more from you about what you guys want to learn about um, and what folks you would like to have on the show. And if that's you, then go ahead and shoot me an email. You can also call. We have a form on madsmarter.com to be a guest inquiry. And it's like, and you can also use that as well then to, to, to make suggestions. But like, you know, I do like the idea of you know, shooting Audrey an email and, and sure. tweeting at us and uh, you know, using LinkedIn, Facebook, whatever. Yeah, I think uh, there's some uh, untouched topics. There's a, a laundry list of them that we just haven't gotten to yet. And, uh, you know, I would even like to learn, this is not just writing emails, but um, I actually had a person look at my Gmail box recently. This is my private personal email. But the way that I file things and then my number of unreads and not cleaning certain bins out and they were absolutely like appalled. (laughs) They said, oh my God, what do you, there's, I would like to learn a better way to sort and eliminate and move emails around in a way that is um, more organized. And apparently if you leave a lot of unread emails in your inbox, even the spammy stuff, it's not good to have like where it says unread emails, 5,625. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not that I'm not reading the pertinent stuff, but you know what I'm saying. 
No, totally. And you know, we had uh, we had we had <laughs> Jeffrey Hazlett on in season one talking about secrets of the C-suite. One of the other areas that we want to dive into in season three is managing up. So you know, how do you how do you manage your boss? And because uh, we all have one, even if they're at home, we all have one. So uh, you know, that's 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 a very key topic that 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 we want to have back. Also, it's like, you know, what other guests have we had on the show that you'd like to have back on the show? Mm-hmm. Uh, we would love to hear your feedback on that. I'd like to do something with somebody who's got a really compelling story to tell about being a middle manager, managing up and managing down. Because when I became that with the Ritz Carlton, it was a whole new structure for me and very challenging for a lot of different ways and exhilarating for other ways. But being middle management's tough. Yeah, we haven't my really first, talked about it very much. My first management experience was like I, I had all the responsibility of a manager, but had no power or authority. Oh, yeah. So I really had to use my sales skills, you know, in in that situation. And it's like, but it was, you know, very tough and very challenging. But it's like, we still have managed to get the job done. And I was still open to the same amount of criticism as the other managers. And I was in the manager's meetings, you know, sharing Mm -hmm. out, doing all the reports and everything like that, but had no power or authority over the people that I needed to have get things done. Yeah, that was rough. And so I was like, like to hear, you know, if that's still going on out there, I'm sure it probably is. And to, to, to some degree, I'd love, love to hear more about that. Sounds good. Well, we wanted to say happy holidays to everybody who listens. And thank you for listening. And again, if you guys can subscribe, rate and review and send this around, but in particular, give us five stars on um, the major podcast outlets um, that will help the show immensely. We appreciate it. Tell a colleague and, have- and a friend. We appreciate you as a listener for being with us every week because we we notice through through our metrics and everything like that that uh, boy we have you know we have regular listeners and and, and we love you we especially the listeners you know around the world in, in India and England and uh, and Africa and South America in particular Australia New Zealand Japan we have quite quite a few there uh, all throughout Europe um, you know just. And I'm sure there's countries that I haven't mentioned, particularly particularly those in Canada and Mexico, obviously. But, uh, yep. you know, it, it's great to see that. And also, if there's uh, some topics that you have in mind that, uh, you know, that, that we haven't addressed because, you know, we have more of a Western perspective and you'd like to actually hear more uh, you know, about uh, some, some folks in your region of the world, uh, by all means, please suggest that as well. Sounds good. So a strong at salesfield.com. Thanks for listening, everybody. Have a great holiday and season three starts in January. And we're looking forward to it. Thanks for listening. If you enjoyed the show, please rate and recommend on iTunes, Overcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also get more great information at salesfuel.com. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.